0: Hello fellow ink drinkers and welcome back to the blind girls book talk podcast. Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so because of that, we decided to make this podcast that is a variety show of a bunch of different bookish content. Now, this can span from book reviews to book theories to book to movie comparisons to other random topics. The list really does go on. But today, what we are going to do is we are going to talk about Harry Potter and our experiences with the Harry Potter universe so to say. Now that being said, I am aware that there was a lot of controversy surrounding things that J.K. Rowling, the author of the series, had said. That being said, I don't know exactly what all was said because I do not have a Twitter, neither does Bell. So I don't know a lot about what had happened or what had been said. I had happened to stumble across like a YouTube video explaining a little bit about what was said, and it didn't really speak much to anything other than she was making some comments about, I think it was like transphobic comments or something like that. Now, we do not condone anything that J.K. Rowling has said in her infinite wisdom. We think that everybody should be treated fairly regardless of disability, of skin color, of religion, of sexuality anything like that
1: that also being said you know as the title states blind girls book talk we are legally blind so we very much know the discrimination that comes with having different yeah being different having a disability you know people treating you differently just because the way you were born or made or anything like that
0: we just treat people nicely everybody's human Right. Exactly. We try to be nice humans to other humans because that's what you should do at the end of the day. And there are some humans that aren't nice humans and we don't like them. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I still appreciate the Harry Potter universe, regardless of whatever that human said.
1: I've talked with Arya on this. And for me, it's Once an author writes something, yes, it's their work. They get the money. They get the claim. They get the fame. They get everything that comes along with reading that book. But for me personally, once you put a world and work out there, I kind of disassociate that person from that work because the
0: work is just its own being. Yeah, it kind of starts to speak for itself in our humble opinion. Now, there are other people that do not see it like that. And if you don't, I understand that. And if because we are talking about this, you do not want to listen to anything associated with, you know, her or her work. We understand that, too. You can catch us on the next episode. We'll be back. But that disclaimer out of the way, we do want to talk about kind of, again, our experience with the Harry Potter franchise universe, whatever you want to call it. So, Belle, would you like to go first? I shall go first.
1: So pretty much my experience started through Arya. Arya watched the films, but I was small and extremely afraid of snakes. And I was in the room when her and my aunt and grandma were watching the Chamber of Secrets. Mm -hmm. And the basilisk came on the screen and I cried and ran away and cried yeah. And cried. So for the longest time, I was turned off of it. And then it wasn't until we went to see the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film. And I'm like, oh, I really like this and blah, 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 blah. And Arya had gotten a Harry Potter box set of the novels for Christmas and I said hey I'm gonna borrow it and I think that summer when I had free time I just kind of went through the
0: series. Yeah that sounds about accurate to how I remember it because then at that point I had created a monster. You became very obsessed with the Harry Potter universe even though you came to it pretty late yeah it was like comparison. 17 yeah. 16, 17. but that's okay like sometimes you come late to a thing and you can still love it just as much as somebody who was there from day one so definitely i'm kind of glad that i created the monster in this case because it was nice to have somebody to talk different harry potter things about of course because otherwise i didn't really have that many people that i could talk harry potter with yeah, at that point e-
1: even though we've gotten into arguments about it
0: now My experience was a lot different because, of course, when I was little, that was when J.K. Rowling started to release these books. And so I remember the huge lines like in front of Barnes and Noble when they were talking about when they were being released. That was always a huge deal and a huge thing that happened. But actually how I got started with it was I remember I was in elementary school And I remember that a classmate of mine had the third book and was reading the third book and was, I think, might have been talking about, you know, how it was fun or it was really cool or or something like that. And so I asked this kid if I could borrow the third book. Now, I didn't know. I don't think I didn't realize it was a third book. I just kind of said, yeah, I'll, I'll just start here. And so I read from the third book to the seventh book. And then when they started making the movies, my aunt had heard that I had started reading the books. And so she decided to, you know, when the movies would come out on DVD, she would go ahead and purchase them. And then when she would come home for whatever the next holiday was that was, you know, around the time she bought the movie, we would spend time and we would watch them together, which was a very nice, you know, family bonding. Now, to this day, I have not read book one or book two. I still haven't. I have no idea what happens. I know kind of what happens in those books because of the movies, but I have not read them for myself. The one day I picked up book one because I was like, yes, today is the day. Today is the day that I will start this series over. I read the first paragraph and I said, nope, not today. (laughs) I put the book back on the shelf.
1: Yeah, that sounds like you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's me for a lot of things, actually. It's not it's not good. It's no bueno. So that being said, some general, I guess, Hogwarts things. What is your house? Okay,
1: I am Gryffindor. I don't know how accurate that is now, though.
0: Well, what would you think you are now? Because I honestly do still see you as Gryffindor.
1: See, whatever I take it, I'm between Gryffindor and Slytherin.
0: You're weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: And I don't get it. <laughs> now, meanwhile, I'm the split between the other two houses. I identify myself as Ravenclaw 100%. But there have been a couple times that I've taken like quizzes and stuff and I've gotten Hufflepuff and I am not a Hufflepuff.
1: No, you know, I have a friend who is entirely a Hufflepuff.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He is 100% a Hufflepuff.
0: Yeah, he definitely is. I think there are times that I have my Hufflepuff-esque moments. But for the most part, I'm Ravenclaw. Like 100%, no doubt, Ravenclaw. So now that out of the way, between Harry Potter books or movies versus Fantastic Beasts, what do you like better?
1: I'm going to have to say right now Harry Potter, only because I loved the first Fantastic Beast movie. Then the second one happened, and I cried. I don't cry. I don't. But the Niffler got hurt, and I just lost it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Sorry. But I had a life-changing injury that happened to me, and then that, and I I was a mess. A bit of background on me aria mentioned it in one of our earlier episodes that i was a big dancer and i was at the dance studio more than i was at my own home once i graduated high school i was going to go to college for dance and then i was going to go professional that was my plan that was my life and then i got an injury not related to dance i went to my dance doctor and he said i i think i know what you have and i said okay what do i have and he was not looking into my eyes nor my mom who's with me at my appointment and you just got that pit in your stomach that you're like oh no this isn't good and that's when he said you will never be able to dance again so i was facing that huge life change so then going and seeing that movie and seeing the Niffler, who I loved, like, he's adorable. Love him. If he was real, I would own one. And seeing him get injured, I forget exactly how he was. I think it de- did deal with his leg. And that just hit me. And I was crying. And I couldn't stop. Now that I'm waiting for the third one to come out, I can't say I'm sold on the Fantastic Beasts movie. Like, I love the first one. But I have to be more Harry Potter only because the second one crushed my soul. The second book? The No, the second Fantastic Beast film.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crushed
1: my soul. The third one is yet to come out.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit early, I think, to fully say one way or the other. Now, that being said, one more question before I'll go over my thoughts on it. Out of the Harry Potter books, which one is your favorite? I liked Goblet of Fire. Goblet? I
1: I think Goblet would have to be my favorite. Now, have you seen the movies? I've seen the first one.
0: Like, other than and The Times With Me.
1: And, like, other than, like, the tiny bits I remember from my childhood, no. Okay. I, I watched the first one with some friends of mine. We watched it because we were trying to show our Hufflepuff friend that he was a Hufflepuff.
0: Gotcha. So we
1: had to watch the first film. But it was me, a Gryffindor, my other friend who was a Slytherin, and then our Hufflepuff. And we, <laughs> me and my other friend were the two... Harry Potter people like we knew that we liked it we knew it and so we were just talking through the whole thing.
0: Yeah definitely can understand how that would go. Now as for me hands down I love the first Fantastic Beast movie like absolutely adore it. Newt is probably one of my favorite characters out of this franchise. I don't want to say that I like it more than Harry Potter yet, just because until we see kind of how this series progresses, I don't want to make that judgment call quite yet.
1: Yeah, I can't call and say, "Oh, I like Fantastic Beasts better." Love the first movie, but like, I don't know. I'm I'm still on Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, but when it comes to the actual Harry Potter books, my favorite will always be the third. I think because that was just for me; it was where it started it all. I just, I don't know. There was just something about the third for me that it just, that was it. That was, that was the one, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now movie wise, I would say... Are you liking the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, I think probably Half-Blood would be the movie. Now it has been quite some time since I have seen the movies. So if I end up watching them again and, or when I watch them again and, it actually is something different and I realize it's something different y'all will be the first to know but I think Half-Blood was the other one that I really enjoyed would probably be like my second place when it comes to mainly the books but the film as well like it I don't know it's just
1: see and I didn't like that but but granted I I don't like Half-Blood Prince and I don't like Snape.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I do like Snape. So I think that's why, for me, it was kind of one of the the favorites for mine. Uh, but that's just me personally. Now, before we kind of head to sign off, do you have any final thoughts about today's episode or just any other things that you want to talk about before we sign off?
1: I think my biggest thing is... Don't let the author dictate the work. Like, yes, J.K. Rowling created it, but it's still something wonderful on its own right.
0: Yeah, and I mean, again, if you can't, I get it.
1: Yeah, I I totally understand if you can't do that. But I just think, you know, yeah, it came out of her mind and everything. But at the same time, it's like she kind of gave away the rights to it with just
0: yeah there's Harry Potter
1: world and
0: there's always that thing right where everybody says once you kind of put something out into the universe whether it be something like this or if you write something or if you make a movie it's no longer yours right it goes out kind of into the public consciousness and people can then you know do with it as they will right like they can interpret anything as they want to. And it's the good thing about art in general, but also, you know, especially when people are reading into things that aren't there, it can be a little bit sad or annoying. But for the most part though, that is the the good thing about art, right? That interpretation. All right then. Well, I think that is about all the time that we have for today. If you like what we're doing, you of course can like, comment, review, share, all of that good stuff if you would like to. Of course, if you got through to the end of this one, we do appreciate you sticking through with us as we talked about Harry Potter. Again, I know it's somewhat controversial in the world in general, but we just, we felt like you kind of have to talk at least once about Harry Potter if you're gonna be talking about books because it is something that has become very, very big, I think, in the book community as a whole. Right. It's kind of one of the main pillars of reading at this point.
1: Heck, it's what got our younger cousins into reading.
0: Yeah, a couple of our younger cousins, their parents read them Harry Potter and that's why they started to read. So, I mean, it is as much as you don't like J.K. Rowling and what she did or said was horrible. At the end of the day, there's still the magic there. And that's what's important to me anyway. But anyway, so like I said, my name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And next time, readers, we are going to be talking about... A Pride and Prejudice book theory. Oh, goodness. Well, we will see where that will go. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.